Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome a very accomplished entrepreneur uh, from Dusseldorf, Germany, Mr. Rajeshwar Bachu. Rajeshwar, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, Rajeshwar is uh, the founder of Zero Carbon. He's the co-founder of 42 Hacks. He's a public speaker and an author of two books. So Rajeshwar, uh, before we start talking of Zero Carbon, tell me your own journey in brief and what got you interested in this whole area? Um, like Since childhood, uh, I have interest in business. So since my family was also into business, so since childhood, I was in business, but my dad was not in a business, but he was a government employee. Hmm. But rather than I thought... Um, Okay, since generations uh, we have passed the knowledge of uh, business across uh, the generations from my father's great grandfathers and uh, my aunts and uncles and so on. Mm. So there I learned more about business. And after coming to Germany, I have uh, seen the startup culture here and uh, found that uh, it's better to start a business in Europe, uh, which is more into climate friendly and sustainability. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. So let's talk about zero carbon. Tell me a little bit about the venture and what got you, what was your motivation to start it? Yeah, basically, first I started with the idea because I have several ideas. Uh, and uh, then, uh, uh, then I came up with uh, uh, a single idea that can help the uh, in the battery innovation and battery charging technology. But when I have seen the future of after 10 years, uh, like there is no customer base and it is due to the climate change mm -hmm. and nobody might be suffering from, people might be suffering from the, what do you say, the climate change effects like uh, floods, droughts and uh, without money and no internet connections and so on. Mm -hmm. So then I thought, okay, which is the area to focus on? And then I thought about zero carbon and zero carbon is mostly to make the future of digitalization more green, clean and sustainable. So that's the agenda where we are going forward. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Rajeshwar, you say that your passion is to transform the world and the environment by carrying the torch for the future. Yeah. Uh, tell me a little more about this uh, very, very interesting mission that you have set for yourself. And do give me uh, an example. So the mission is uh, that I have set the mission to uh, be a torchbearer in that area because uh, there is no one in this sector of environment and climate change and sustainability taking the uh, torch forward. Mm -hmm. And when we have seen the Indian culture, African culture, Brazilian culture, we used to live sustainably uh, mm -hmm. before even 19th century. As you know, like we used to buy the goods locally. We used to source all the products locally. There is mm -hmm. no Amazon. There was no Reliance. So there is no big uh, tycoons. Uh, there was also no internet at that time of point mm -hmm. time. And when you see today, the internet has changed most of the world and um, again we are coming back to the same um, thing like sustainability and minimalism and so on where we have grown up and we have seen all the stuff and I think um, that's where I want to lead and uh, also today's agriculture is also very bad in position the soil efficiency is very bad mm. and again on the other hand uh, carbon emissions are high and on the other hand water is also getting polluted mm. so um, with um, uh, starting with this digital uh, infrastructure and digital innovation we want 
want to take forward the idea of creating a better future mm -hmm. uh, all over the world. So that's the main uh, plan to make mm -hmm. it in the future. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you also say that you are a sustainability activist. Uh, tell me about uh, the work you are doing as an activist and uh, a little more about this whole uh, work that you're doing on for sustainability. Yeah, people, uh, we have spoken about uh, sustainability goals, right? So, so there are many sustainability goals, 17 sustainability goals. Yeah. And there, again, people will follow very less in the sustainability goals we are only aware of climate and water uh, problem and other issues and uh, and if you see the education issue across the world in africa if you see the uh, all the different stuff for example like uh, uh, agriculture and food and uh, food crisis across uh, south southern nations of the world mm. And there are many other things. So in that case, what I do is like I speak about these things on like LinkedIn mostly. And I also speak them about in uh, events uh, on climate tech events and uh, in the public places. And also I will also uh, raise the voice uh, when there is something like sustainable washing because they, I also say it's as a sustainable washing mm -hmm. because uh, not all products are sustainable. And on the other hand, I also want to implement these sustainable development goals in our business organization hmm. and also as a uh, encouraging the local talent and bringing the localization along with globalization. Hmm. Very interesting. Uh, so tell me, based on the work that you're doing in Europe, um, when you look at the boardrooms uh, of companies, how seriously is sustainability being taken there? Or is it just lip service in, in Europe, in the UK, the US, and back in our own country in India? I think it's only lip uh, service because, uh, see, if you say equality, uh, there should be equal wages between all the caste, creed, color, and religion. Mm. Uh, and they should be treated uh, very perfectly in the work environments. Yeah, And there should be more uh, ethical values for the workers. And you mm. should not make them work hard like 10 hours or 12 hours and so on. Mm. And you, you should also provide basic health benefits for the, from the organizational point of view. For example, mm. some private organizations doesn't even also provide health benefits. You have to have your own health insurance in that case. Mm. So no, no organization in, in my perspective uh, is following fully sustainable development goals and they're just speaking out and some are just buying the carbon certificates and mitigation certificates and so mm. on. But uh, at the end of the day, there is very less in the action part. Very interesting. My next question, Q, is that, you know, you've been speaking about the sustainability development goals of the United Nations. Uh, what are some of the critical challenge, challenges we are facing in the world which are being encapsulated in the SDGs? Mostly all of the problems are then encapsulated in that. For example, if you take Africa, the educational part of the people in Africa and or, or else even Brazil or Amazon or mm. also even in the southern parts of countries like Philippines or Maldives, wherever mm. and if you see Bangladesh also and Sri Lanka. So there are so many countries that has education-wise problems and also treating inequality and workers' problem. Like even in China, they work 10 hours and 15 hours. And I think that's also should be maintained and uh, reported uh, accordingly. And... Uh, 
yeah so these are many things they are encapsulated already in uh, equality wise and the diversity wise health wise and uh, climate wise and uh, and also if you see the soil uh, the soil fertility and also it has been also in, encapsulated in land and biodiversity mm. so most of the problems across the world has been encapsulated in that mm. and why do you think sustainability is so crucial for financial markets it's it's um, crucial for everyone for today tomorrow and next generations because uh, if there if for example if you see the soil fertility is very bad you get health issues and if you air is bad uh, in delhi the air is very bad that you get lung issues mm. like lung cancer and so on and if you see the water pollution and most of the body is concerned of water 70 plus percent of water so and if these things are polluted and these things are very bad in the environment and whatever you consume you are going to get ill and health issues cancers and other bigger problems and and it might also affect the education as well for example let's take covid and it has been uh, impacted education because people studied from homes so everything might create an impact of course but people have, were not seeing its longer picture mm-hmm. coming to it and when you see the longer picture you will understand like it will affect each and every area and each and every zone and region also mm-hmm. and you know there's often a uh... comment made that the biggest challenge that has been created by uh, for the world is by the western countries and now they are expecting uh, india china and other developing nations to pay for it what are your thoughts on this uh for me i will say we are all equal in it because either it's western country or eastern countries it doesn't make any sense for me because uh, uh, because uh, for example uh, india if you see india or china is getting economically benefited when you transport the goods made in india or china mm-hmm. to usa or uh, south africa south america wherever it is mm-hmm. and when you and us is the largest consumer and you get uh, paid in taxes you get paid in trade shows and so on you are benefiting your economy of course we are all equal in it so we all have to act so either it's western or eastern stop the blame game i would say mm. uh, so if you see the food industry will blame the clothing industry clothing industry will blame the plastic industry so it's right. not it's like you should stop the blame game and start action just uh, mm. well said there is another aspect that people talk about and this is from an economic perspective that if you have a very very aggressive sustainability strategy it is going to affect negatively the gdp of your country uh again the gdp <laughs> is of course will be affected you know like uh, when you pay equally all across the world it will be affected the gdp will be almost equal mm-hmm. so uh, but why are we fighting for gdp is the biggest question for me uh, why are we fighting for the being economically strong or economically dominant countries mm-hmm. why don't we be equal countries mm-hmm. and why don't we treated all equal so mm-hmm. why why do we really want the gdp domination countries you know mm-hmm. interesting uh two more questions on sustainability and then we'll move to some questions for you on startups uh 
young people like yourself, the millennials, the Gen Zs, are changing the way we think about sustainability. Yeah. What do they or the younger people need to do or the younger leaders like yourself need to do to be able to convert or change the minds of baby boomers like me? Mm, I would say it's not about changing because uh, for me, the ancient generations or the previous generations have been tackled their uh, uh, problems, what is there in the economical way or in the generational wise. For example, India is controlled by British for 200 years and we have coped up with it. And we have starting started after the uh, freedom, we started developing our nation and so on. Mm -hmm. So I don't blame the generations. I don't blame any other people because um, it's not it's where we came from and I don't need to blame anyone and uh, all, all have the knowledge about the nature and the environment it's in their blood we are came everyone came from the element stage mm -hmm. and we know about starting a fire to uh, what do you say growing a food and uh, like sowing a seed in the soil and growing a plant so it doesn't uh, for me uh, nobody needs to teach people and uh, we are whatever we are uh, but the thing is, like, uh, younger generations are mostly concentrating on uh, this because uh, older generations have not concentrated, that's all. Because, because, ahead, it's the because it's the problem. It's their survival issue and it's their problem and they had solved it. But mm -hmm. ours, our, when it comes to our problem, our problem is nature and environment and so on. So mm -hmm. I see this is the biggest challenge for us because... They, uh, previously there was problems of economy and finding a jobs and mm. salary mm. getting good pay paid salaries and so on mm. then they have survived it but now our generation biggest problem is climate change and attaining sustainability and getting because the population has also hit 8 billion when you see mm. and when you are in, it is not even 8 billion it might be at least 6 billion or something like that Correct. So, so it's also growing and our problem is also growing so that's mm. why we need to more concentrate on this. Well said. Uh, one more question, and this is again asked by many, many people as individuals. You know, we most people understand how important it is to do ensure climate change is managed or waters are managed or health is managed. For someone who knows this, uh, you know, so well, what would you say are some tips that each one of us as individuals can do to support? I think everyone can support. And one thing is like uh, trying to uh, reduce their consumption mostly. Mm -hmm. uh, the consumption is the one of the biggest leading factor and the leading uh, problem that uh, either uh, uh, leading climate change or leading sustainability, whatever it is. And uh, uh, consumption is the biggest problem. Just don't buy the goods which you don't need and unnecessary goods buying is also waste of not only money but also waste of carbon emissions because it travels A to B, B to C and C to D and again you send back and it goes to again D to C and C to B and B to A. So there is so much of carbon emissions emitted. So don't buy unnecessary things and uh, consume less and uh, have a good and better health. Well said. Great response. So Rajesh, now let me go to move to uh, startups. And you know you have advised more than one hundred startups and heard more than fifty thousand startup ideas. Let me start by asking you: 
that based on your own experience why do some of what are some of the basic mistakes startup entrepreneurs make mm, the thing is one is giving up if mm-hmm. it is uh, if it is not uh, getting uh, uh, what do you say if it is not getting solved or if it is not getting uh, the problem and one problem getting not solved like for example if you have come up with idea and if it's not uh, making out into the industry mm-hmm. they'll just give up one thing and most of the startups they do one of the biggest problem is they come up with a solution and try to find the problem statement okay so that's the biggest problem it's not the solution you want to offer but try to get the problem what's the people right. are facing really and they don't even do the market research and they come out and say okay this is the problem of the people mm. but ultimately it's not the problem if you go out and speak to the people they they have their own different problems and i would say most people come up with a solution before even the problem statement mm. well said great response my next question is that based on you know oh so many people you must have interacted with what are some of the important qualities that you look for in a startup entrepreneur one i look for the leadership qualities mm-hmm. uh, two i look for the negotiation skills mm-hmm. and three i also look for the philanthropical uh, skills because uh, um, when it comes to environment and climate change you should also have a philanthropical perspective mm. not only economical benefit is a benefit but also environmental benefit is also benefit for the future mm. uh, the next question rajeshwar is is on funding and it's often been asked that should one bootstrap as long as possible or should one raise money whenever it is available mm. what are your thoughts I think raising money is a uh, most uh, good one than bootstrapping because uh, when you raise money you come to know how the different people's perspective from investors perspective point of view and you also analyze yourself mm-hmm. why this investor is not investing in my company mm-hmm. then you would analyze yourself and the company and then you understand why the business model might not work and in their perspective so mm-hmm. that might help you to tweak the idea and change the business model mm-hmm. and i think business funding is the best way interesting uh but time for two more questions my next question is on scaling up mm-hmm. every startup entrepreneur that i have spoken to wants to go pan india wants to go global and i keep telling them what is the hurry you know if you are in a city like say new delhi you have uh, the population of australia in the national capital region yes. why do you have to go national or global mm. my question is when should a startup start to scale up um that's an interesting question but uh, i think it's uh, important to scale when you have a framework mm. for example when you have a framework uh, when you have settled up your business in delhi and uh, you want, you build a framework mm. and then it's better to scale up because when you see the businesses like tesla when you see the businesses like google amazon they have scaled up not uh, like when they have started mm-hmm. they scaled up when they have a framework and when their company is growing they scaled up it's uh, when it is necessary to scale up then you have to scale up it's not that uh, you just scale up increase the funding requirement and increase the salaries and hire more people it doesn't make any sense because mm-hmm. ultimately the product is very small and uh, if the product is small like if elon musk like people comes to twitter they just fire the people you know mm-hmm. <laughs> so 
Well said. And my last question to you, Rajeshwar, and this is for the many, many people who will listen to our conversation. Based on your own amazing journey, you know, both in the world of sustainability and in the world of startups, what would you say are three lessons you want our viewers and listeners to take away? Yeah, one thing is what I have heard previously is um, uh, each business has to succeed and one is to one. For hmm. example, it's not left to football goal zero is to one or one is to zero, right. but it should be one is to one. And on the other hand, um, not all ideas are great ideas. Hmm. And one more thing is like um, sustainability is key to the life, hmm. but but um, sustainability is not about sustaining uh, yourself. It's all about sustaining the planet. Yeah. Wonderful. And on that note, and your three amazing lessons, uh, each business must succeed independent of uh, on its own rather than keep on looking for crutches from someone else. Uh, not all ideas are great. I think it's a very powerful statement you have made. And third one you said was sustainability is not about you, but it's about the planet. Thank you, Rajeshwar, for speaking to me. Thank you for talking about uh, zero carbon. Thank you for talking about um, how uh, sustainability is being looked at by younger people like you, by the world, where the opportunities lie. Thank you also for speaking about uh, some of the key features that you look for in a startup entrepreneur, which is the ability for, to see their leadership capability, the negotiation capability, and their, and their willingness to be philanthropic. Thank you for speaking to me and good luck to you. And I can also add on that about 42 hacks, basically. And at 42 hacks, we are uh, bridging the gap between the climate uh, uh, promises and actions. And uh, so if anybody wants to looking for solutions in the industries for climate change and sustainability and implementing those goals, uh, you can come to us at 42 hacks and uh, we'll solve your problem. with Fantastic. Fantastic. So that, that's a great point you made. Uh, for anyone looking for any kind of solutions in climate change, reach out to Rajeshwar uh, at 42hacks. Is 42hacks.com? Yes. 42hacks.com. Thank you, Rajeshwar. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience, and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called you.